Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. My New Year's resolution is to keep my foot on these bitches' necks. On this episode of The Commercial Break... Hello, Podcast Universe. It's Christina, TCD producer and purveyor of all things drama. And I have some news. Unfortunately, Brian and his family are still living in a COVID hellscape vibes, which is not exactly conducive to providing you with new and exciting content. But that being said, everyone's on the up and we're starting the new year off right and getting our shit together, etc, etc. And also, guess what? Season five starts next week. Woo! Thrilled for you, scared for me. We'll be bringing you fresh new episodes as fast as our little hands can make them. But in the meantime, I've put together an episode with a few of my favorite segments. So get ready to hear about Brian's Balls in Vegas, Apple Music CarPlay Torture, The Lion and the Lamb, and our lovely Porn Again Preacher. Best to you. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and co-host, the wonderful Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chrissy. And best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Are you a Vegas girl? Have you been to Vegas? I, I have been, been to, to Vegas. Vegas many times. I am not a Vegas girl. You're not a Vegas fan? No. Why? No, it's... it's... I would think of you as like a total Vegas girl. <laughs> like, I, t- I, I know you in your personal life, right? <laughs> and I know that you can go hard. Like, yeah. you can go hard. You hang in there mm-hmm. with the best of them. Mm-hmm. So I would think that Vegas is just your speed. Nope. Like, let's get crazy. Let's go multiple places. Let's get shots everywhere. Let's keep on going. No, I don't it's... I don't think of you as a gambling type of person, but I think of you as, like, Vegas and all the bright lights. I put lights 20 on red. You put 20 on red. I, I saw a lot of guys with 20 red. on red. Yeah, 20 on red. I just got back from a... Uh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I, I, it's kind of sad. It's got a sad... Uh, it does. You know, it does. I totally agree with you. To yes, there is a set. <laughs> there is no doubt in my mind. I've visited. I've, I've been to New York a lot. I've been to Vegas a lot. 
I, I think there's no comparison. I think Vegas is the true 24-hour city. Oh, it is. Absolutely. No, anything goes 24 hours a day. 24 hours All a day. Time. But what I mean by that is in New York, there is a difference between the daytime and the nighttime. There is, yeah. The party shifts to other places. Like, not everywhere in New York City is 24 hours. Yes. There are certainly elements where, you know, you can go to get food yeah. at 24 hours or go to a club 20... 20- but Vegas yeah. is the same no matter what yeah, hour, no. day, or night. Yep. It's exactly the same. I just got back from... And there's always that sad person sitting there I'll, at the, I'll, the, the I got slot stuck machine. next to him on the way to Vegas. <laughs> and they have slot machines like in the airport. Oh, my God. Airport. This is what I'm just about to talk about. Okay. So I go to okay. Vegas to the to the podcast conference. Yes. On the way to the podcast... Did you represent as well? I represented us very well. Thank you very much. <laughs> Brian Green, yes. uh, comedian. That's right. And the commercials breaks. I was like, it could, the commercial breaks. I was on stage and I breaks. said, excuse me, guys, I got I got to fit in one of my 21 EPMs. I'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a very uh, nice restaurant. I said, do you have a DD canter? No one yeah, laughed. You know, oh, the you know DD why? Canter. The DD canter. <laughs> Can I stick my balls in the wine? Yeah. You know why no one laughed? Because not a single person in the podcast industry <laughs> listens to this show. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you about my trip to Vegas because okay, I think it's do. I think it's good. So I am slated to go there just for two days. I got a brand new baby, and Astrid is already way sick of me. I mean, if it wasn't for the commercial break making money, I think I think Astrid would have been gone a long time ago. But she says, "Okay, understood." She's actually been very understanding. She's like, "No, you need to go. It's part of your job, and just go, and I'll yeah. I'll deal with it." So I go to Vegas and I get 11 o'clock in the morning flight out to Vegas, <laughs> which. <laughs> so I, I mean, I could have a story to tell later, but anyways, about my Vegas oh, flight out there. Save it. Put time. it in the pocket. Write it on the book. Mm-hmm. We want to tell yeah, it. Nope, I show up to that flight. I always get the window seat if I can, because that's what I like to do. I like to squirrel away in the in the corner. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want anybody touching me. I just want to sit and watch out the window. I love the window the seat. The window seat is the only I seat on the plane, the as far as I'm seat. concerned. Because you know what? The aisle seat gives you the impression that you have more room, like you like to kick that left or that right leg out. But the mm. truth is, a couple of yahoos have walked down the aisle and knock you in the knees a couple of times. You are cured of uh, yeah, that. Yeah, knock you in the uh, shoulder. Yeah, you're cured of that delusion because the truth is, the aisle seat is just as bad as the middle seat. It's like you're always like this. Ah, excuse me. I get on the plane in my, in my seat. Never in the history of Brian flying have I ever... Olivia Munn has not sat next to me on the plane. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Like, I think there's some kind of, I think there's some kind of program in the reservation system that marks you as a single guy or a guy <laughs> flying by yourself, and then says, "Let's put other single guys in this aisle so as not to cause any drama." Mm. I swear to God, I think so because I've never sat next to a female form. Never, never. <laughs> so That's while nice I'm of plenty of guys. On my trip. Well, you, I wish you would sit next to me because I'm getting sick of these <laughs> yahoos I sit next to. I get to the gate and I'm standing there. And of course, we have to do the gate shuffle. Didn't we put this on the treaty? This was what else was on the treaty. Mm-hmm. The airplane gate treaty of 2022. Okay, I'm putting it down. Please, for the love of all that's fucking holy, stay seated until someone calls your zone. You know what the problem? It's pro- so ridiculous. Everyone gets it in their head that they're I missing out it. on something. It's ridiculous. They stand there. They stand block there. Block up the way. Yes. And then when your gate is called in, they're not there. They have to stand down, and you and you just walk. There's always one lady <laughs> who who runs to the front of the line thirty minutes before the gate opens, and she's already complaining. I need extra time to get down. 
what do you need extra time for? Both your you're standing there for 30 minutes. If you can stand for 30 <laughs> minutes, you don't need extra time getting down the goddamn gate. Stop it. Stop it with yourself. Yes. You're flying all the way in the back of the we know you. We've seen you before. So I'm sitting there and across where I'm sitting in in the gate area across from me is Bob and fucking Tom. Bob and fucking Tom, let me explain who Bob and Tom is. Not that it matters, but Bob is about 320, six foot one, big boy, mm-hmm. right? Let me explain one thing that should tell you everything you need to know about Bob. Bob is wearing jeans that are four sizes too big for him, and he has missed three of the six belt loops on his pants. Oh. So his pants are Hanging riding down. Yeah, but you can see like the belt is all kafukta. He's got a shirt half tucked in. He's got a hat kicked sideways. The only thing that, and Tom has a shirt on that says, show me your pits. <laughs> with a picture of a NASCAR vehicle <laughs> with the headlights on. Oh, wow. So here we this go. This is on the way to Vegas. I haven't even gotten on the fucking okay. plane yet. <laughs> and I'm already miserable. Yeah. I'm already... N- and in my Show head, I'm like, pits. please, for the love, I swear I'll start going to church on Sundays if you just don't put Bob and Tom next to Brian. Please don't make Bob the guy in the middle. Guess what? They're Bob's there. the guy in the middle. The entirety of the flight, from the time they sit down to the time that they get off the plane, all they can talk about is the tits they're going to see in Vegas, the five they're going to put down on Notre the tits Dame. The tits or the pits? Both. Tits. Both. Tits and pits. Okay. <laughs> the five they're going to put down on, uh, you know, North Carolina, uh, Beaton Duke or whatever. The crap stable that they're going to go to. The O'Shaga hands down at the end. Oh, everybody's super excited. They're, he's like, they're yeah. all charged up. Mm-hmm. So... They Pinky get on. Is all around. <laughs> I drink for free. I smoke for free. They only took six thousand of my dollars at the tables. It's the best place on earth. <laughs> These are the kind of guys that try and out drink their losses. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. We'll yeah. just drink. We'll just drink as much as we can because that'll absorb some of the losses. Mm-hmm. So, as soon as the plane takes off and those televisions come on, Bob and Tom are both watching independent basketball games, and they. I have my headphones on. I'm trying to watch a British comedy television show. <laughs> You're so sophisticated. Bob's entire body is on top of me. He's on. He's just on oh. top of me. When he moves, he makes no effort whatsoever to keep himself around his own seat. He's hitting me with his arm. He's going like this. He's so animated when the when someone scores a basket. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's red faced. Tom is like. Tom's losing the game, so Tom's like, God damn it, God damn it. He's slapping his leg, God damn it, God damn it. And I'm like, Jesus Jones, guys, just settle down for four fucking hours. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. Silently watch your basketball game. Chrissy, as soon as we get off the plane, because I now I'm in, now I'm behind them, because mm-hmm. they get out first, and now mm-hmm. we're all walking in that line. As soon as we get off the plane, Bob and Tom stop right at the gate door, and Bob looks at Tom, and he goes, I, I say we do a hundred on this one right here. This one looks fantastic. The slot machine directly outside the gate door. Oh, Bob Lord. cannot. He is such a degenerate that he cannot wait for fifteen fucking seconds. He's got to play the itching. one he sees first. He's itching. He's itching. Vegas is filled with these guys. Mm-hmm. Filled with these guys, yep. especially at the sports books. Yep. You go to a sports book. Look. Look for a vagina. Good luck finding a vagina and anyone that's working there. It's all guys. They're all oh sitting there. They're all Half of them are miserable. The other half are yelling and screaming. It is kind of a sad place because you know 
that if you walk, when I walk through that sports book, I know that at least 10% of these human beings are in big fucking trouble. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to gamble their way out of losses. Absolutely. It's an addiction. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad for those who are caught up in it. So we're gonna have a little fun with it today. But I do think I do, you know, whatever, call your gambling. (laughs) Whatever. Talk to your therapist. (laughs) What am I? Better help. (laughs) Betterhelp.com. I, for some reason, and and I'm not exactly sure what the reason is. We couldn't have done the conference at the Wynn or even MGM Grand. Circus fucking circus would have been a step up. You were at Circus Circus? I was not at Circus Circus. I stayed at Circus Circus the very first time I ever went there. Me too. As an adult, (laughs) when I went by myself, I stayed at Circus Circus too. Oh, you were? Yeah. (laughs) We're staying at some property off, like a mile off the strip, off the strip, what they refer to as Old Vegas. Oh, oh, the old Vegas no, area. No, not like the one with the big t- the big canopy. <laughs> this is literally out in the middle of the desert in a really not so great part of town. It's a resort that it, it's got one bar in the entire casino. What? Chrissy, they had like, you know how That's every crazy. big casino has the shopping mall? Yes. And they have what? Gucci and right. Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. I pull up to this hotel. <laughs> I get out. Oshkosh Bagash. Oshkosh Bagash would have been a step up. It's got a a lady who's selling incense and crystals. (laughs) 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 Yes, it's got Shandy Handy's massage parlor. It's it's got an entire store dedicated to the Raiders, and then it's got a gift shop that's still got silkscreen. T-shirts being printed. Oh, like the the airbrush yeah, ones? No, the kind oh, where you the, like oh, you know okay. you steam them okay. like that. You make your own design and you steam them. It's class act over there. I went over to the Wynn Hotel and it's like 50, <laughs> yes. it's like the world's largest Louis Vuitton store. I go back got to my like, yeah. beautiful murals on the ceiling. Yes, <laughs> I go back to my hotel. And <laughs> it looks like a really big Sitco. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It's got all that trinkets and bullshit. <laughs> so I check in. They tell me it's at the North Tower. I don't know what the fuck. Where the fuck is the North Tower? Oh, it's easy. Take a left here. Go to the right. When it splits, go to the left. Then back over to the right. Look for the elevators. You're going to go on the second deck of elevators. Okay, sure. Simple. Whatever that means. Yeah, simple. Hopefully there are signs to guide me. There are no signs to guide me. I'm just walking around aimlessly around this mall. <laughs> I asked the lady who worked at one of the stores. I'm like, do you know where the North Tower elevators are? She goes, I'm sorry. I just work here. Yeah, that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> Dumb shithead. Well, you knew this place. The elevators are three elevators for a hotel that has 1,800 hotel rooms in it, and the North Tower in and of itself has 900. So there are three elevators, one of which is broken. So now there's two elevators. Oh, no. This hotel was built back in the 60s. So the elevators are from 1960. Did Frank Sinatra used to play there? Not Frank Sinatra. I don't want to give it away because I don't want to bash the hotel specifically. Okay. Like There might be some people that like it. There's other <laughs> versions of this hotel around the world that I'm sure are much nicer but those elevators, Chrissy, I stood, when I was looking to get to my room, I stood near the elevators for at least, at least 11 minutes oh. waiting for an elevator to come down. And at that time, now there's 300 people waiting yes. for an elevator because there's 900 <laughs> other rooms up there. Yeah. No one has any regard for anyone else. They're smushing us in like sardines. I fucking hate that. Drives me crazy. I get up to the, th- the, the lady says, were you wearing a mask? Are you wearing a mask? <laughs> kind of nonsense are you talking about (laughs) wearing a mask no one wears masks anymore it's free for all there's always one lady who's wearing a mask there always always seems to be a lady she's always wearing a mask and then i like to give her i I, i'm kind of like damn i should be wearing me too too. i always go shit (laughs) 
This lady came prepared. Uh, yeah. I didn't know what I was walking into. If I would have gone to the win, I would have had a private elevator straight to my room. But here I am at Oshagahans or whatever the fuck, wherever the fuck we are. I get in the room. There's a roach crawling at Oshagahans. I get in the room, and there's a roach crawling across the wall. I have a beautiful... Is there a mirrored ceiling? Oh, my God, Chrissy. I can't even explain how <laughs> bad this hotel room was. But the worst part is that I do have a beautiful view of the Strip a mile away. Right. I can't walk there. I'm not going to get there. It looks nice. Yeah, oh, hey, that's a beautiful hotel. What is that? The New York, New York? I think I see that. I read that roller coaster on top. I, I, I have yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, it was a waste of $25. Did you have every idea to pay for it? Yeah. Yeah. But it was fun. Did you like it? At the time. Yeah, I didn't like it. I was like, eh, whatever. $25. <laughs> so I get to this hotel room and then I'm just like, okay, I'm going to be here for 48 hours. I'm literally here for 48 hours. I'm flying in on Wednesday. I'm leaving on Friday. I can deal with this. It's fine. Yeah. Place to lay my head. You know, not a huge drinker. Don't do a lot of gambling. So I, I don't, I don't need extreme comfort. I just need a place just to lay sex. my head. Yes, straight sex. <laughs> That's right. I just need a place for the hooker to put her purse. That's all I need. Prostitute, sex worker. Sorry, sex work is work, not a hooker. Um, but let me tell you something. At Oshagahans, there is a battalion mm. of sex workers. Okay. Perusing around the casino and hotel, you can just. It's old Vegas. It's old Vegas, and it's old sex workers. <laughs> It's like they moved from the wind to Oshaga hands yeah. at a certain age. That's where you go. So it's like the Claremont. It's, it is like the Claremont. <laughs> so the, what's the first thing that, that you got to do in Vegas? Put 20 on red. No, I'm going to go to the weed store. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, oh right. <laughs> it's, it's like there's a weed I forget store. that everything's legal now. I've so, never yeah. been to a weed store. Oh, you haven't? So, no, I've never been to a weed oh. store. I've never been inside of a weed oh, store. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, so I thought to myself, there was a couple other people there, and they were like, they were going to go and yeah. whatever. Everybody goes. Yeah. Colorado or 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 California. Colorado, Vegas. Colorado, California. Yeah, yeah. You're going to the weed store. You have to go to the weed store <laughs> if the weed is legal in yeah. that in that uh, state, and it's legal in Las Vegas. So, Chrissy, we go and we're like, okay, let's walk. It's only a mile away. We start walking. It's flat. <laughs> there's no drama. I you have you encountered the people. I have never and <laughs> different uh, all kinds. Yeah, we encountered a man. With underwear on his head, uh-huh. but sans underwear on his on yeah. the lower half of his body. Well, where else did you wear it? <laughs> he was he was just walking with his dick out. Okay. It was crazy. I've, I've never felt so unsafe in my life walking down this part of Vegas street. We show up at this, you know, the weed pharmacy. They got three different locked doors you got to get through. Oh yeah, you oh, have yeah. to. You oh, show it's your a ID, whole security. You walk yeah. through. Yeah. So we go there and, you know, I'm with some people and, and they're asking some questions. Nope, we're out of that. Nope, we're out of that. Nope, we wow. don't have that. Nope, not that. And I'm I like, what the fucking to, like, weed the store is this? Weed store. We Didn't were going to go to the largest oh, okay. weed store in the world, but we ended up at the smallest <laughs> weed store in the world, <laughs> which was next to a McDonald's, appropriately. <laughs> it was tiny, Chrissy. It was the size of the studio. And the guy was so nice. He was so nice. Yeah. But he was out of everything. He had this menu, 700, uh, 700 things long, right? Yeah. And people are flipping through and they're like, I'll take one of these and seven of these and eight of these. Nope, ain't got none of that. Don't have any of that. You know what I do have? I have Dorito flavored weed chips. Do you want oh, some of those? They're on sale. Yeah. Well, buy one, get one free. And I'm like, if they're buy one, get one free. Yeah. If there's weed items that are buy one, get one free, it's because they suck. They're not selling. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, second of all, how do you put weed in a Dorito? 
How do you do that? I mean, it's kind of genius. Can actually. you like what you just? Well, you like, get the munchies. The and... oil. Oh yeah, that is. You get the munchies and then you get more munchies. You get the munchies and then you go to the hospital because you're having a panic attack. <laughs> so we get back from the store and, and then there's going to be a big dinner. You know where we went to dinner? You ever seen that movie Casino? Ruth's Chris. No, Ruth's Chris. <laughs> By the way, they have every fucking chain restaurant is on this street. That this Bahama Breeze. When's the last time you saw Bahama Breeze? Wolfgang Puck has a hundred of them in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, he had thirty of them down in Florida. And Ramsey, Gordon Ramsey, Uh, Gordon Ramsey. Yeah, he just you know what he does. He just opens up a new one with one of those schmucks from his show. Yeah, he says, "Here, I'm going to pay you fifty thousand dollars a year." Get away from us. <laughs> Come make your shitty burgers over here. Actually, I have a friend who's been to one of the Gordon Ramsay restaurants They're and said good. it was really good. No, it good. is good. Yeah, I've yeah, been yeah. there. Yeah. So we are going to go to the, you ever inside seen the, the Venetian. You've seen, oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. The Venetian was, I could see it. I could see the Venetian <laughs> through my uh, unclean windows. Those windows hadn't been cleaned in 22 years. I tried to take pictures, but all I could see was the dust. My phone couldn't get past it. I kept clicking for focus, and all it was focusing on was the dirt on the window. Chrissy, I swear to God. Uh, okay, remind me to tell you about the windows, too. Okay. okay. So get, you ever seen the movie Casino? Yeah, of One course. of my favorite Love movies of all movie, time. Yes. Wonderful. You know that restaurant that they're always going to? Mm-hmm. Like the, the guy the, the guy owns or he's part of or whatever, Joe yeah. Pesci's character? Mm-hmm. He vices that guy in the back. He vices his, his head or whatever's going on. That's the restaurant we went to where it was filmed. Par- oh. uh, Perioni's. Perioni's Italian restaurant, I think okay. is how it said. Chrissy, this place, the second. Legit. legit. There are people that were in this place that were straight out of casting. It's as if they paid some Italian men <laughs> to dress up like gangsters and just stand just, around. Just be there. You f- it's so authentic. It's so real. First of all, you're in that same restaurant. You're imagining yourself in the movie Casino. Yeah. Because if you've seen Casino, you've seen that scene a million times where they're sitting in the booth. The booth is there. You know, you can go by, take pictures, kneel before it, kiss its ring. Kneel I don't know what the fuck what you do. <laughs> take a knee. So we're in this bar, this like tiny little like dark you know, you can still sell the smell, the cigarette the smoke. smoke that they used probably, to be allowed. Yeah, well, they probably still let. You know, yeah, they close the doors at nine and everybody but, starts smoking yeah. cigarettes. <laughs> all the guys they just paid to stand there, right? <laughs> so we're all sitting there having a drink, waiting for the table. And there's a TV in the corner, and the TV in the corner is playing horse races, horse races. And there's a guy standing under the, the TV, old horse races, Italian guy, gold chain. You know, big guy. Mm-hmm. He's got a fupa. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. He's standing there. He's drinking his drink. He never moves from that location. He's standing. A, a glass of Chianti. Yeah, a glass of Chianti Classico. <laughs> hey, Brian, send the man a glass of Chianti Classico before he breaks your legs. <laughs> he's standing there. He never moves in the 30 minutes that we're there. You know what he's doing? He's a security for the place. I'm assuming he's security for the place. Oh, but like he was nondescript what? security. He was watching the horse races. Though. He was not watching the horse races. He was standing under the TV oh, oh, facing the room. Oh, and he oh. just stood there for 30 minutes. And Stare. I thought to myself, after a minute, I was like, clearly he's like security. <laughs> There's like old Italian men with their gray hair all slicked back. They're, you know, diminutive. They're five foot nine sopranos so total yeah. sopranos you got lucky two smokes <laughs> uh smoky bones you know uh daddy gravy you got you know sunday dinner you got the whole the whole gang's all there yes and then you get to the table and the food is like real italian food one of the dinners nice. one of the entrees is called uh 
Sunday gravy. That's what it's called. Sunday gravy. A meatball, a sausage, a pasta. With the red sauce. Yes. I have never in my life felt so Italian and oddly <laughs> at home. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, I felt like I was at home. It does make you feel homey. It does, totally. It makes garlic, you feel like at home. I feel like I'm wine. a... Garlic, Chianti Classico, yeah. <laughs> Red sauce. Joey Break Your Bones standing under the, yeah. <laughs> the horse races. The horse races on. They got the fucking horse races on in this place where you're going to pay $600 for a meal. It's incredible. So we had dinner there, and I'm telling you what, Chrissy, it was the best food Yum. ever. It's making me hungry. I get back to the hotel room. I don't know where I am. I have had nothing to drink. The, you're in the yeah. South Tower. I'm, I'm not in the, I don't even know if I'm in a tower. I'm not even sure I'm at the right hotel. I'm just, I just came with everybody else. I'm totally lost. I'm walking around this huge tower trying to find my... The room numbers are really weird. It's like 11-32122, right? So, I, and I'm not really sure what all the numbers stand for, so I'm just trying to match them up to the doors. But then they Makes change infrequently. I have no idea what's... They, it, it was the worst. It, it was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> I get in the room. I'm like, let me take a hot shower. I'm going to take a hot shower. I'm going to chill out. I'm going to go to bed. I don't have the children. Eat some of the Doritos. I'll eat some of those Doritos that I got. <laughs> I'll eat some of the weed they didn't have to sell right. us, right? I'll pretend that they had weed to sell us. I'll take oh, it. Okay, I'll just eat my own weed. Oh, okay, I'll, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have to dip into the stash I brought. <laughs> so my thinking is I'm going to take a hot shower. The, by the way, the window's wide open. Right? The the curtains are wide open. Yeah. But I know for a fact that in Las Vegas, every window is a mirrored window. The, right. You got to keep the heat out, right? You got to keep the heat out and everybody wants privacy. Mm-hmm. And so they're mirrored windows. I don't even think about it. I'm going to take a shower. I walk out. I got my balls flapping in the air. Um, <laughs> what was the ball air? Yeah. I got ball what? air flying everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I plug my phone in. I'm dancing around the room, basically yeah. naked. No kids. No kids. <laughs> no Chrissy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No commercial break audience viewing my balls. I just, I'm just out there. No fear that the paparazzi is going to catch a nut pick or something right. like that. I'm good. I'm great. So I take a shower. I go to bed. I wake up at like 4:45 because it's the time, time difference. change yeah and i'm used to getting up like not not as early as some people with kids but i get up you know 7 yeah 7 7 30 something like that 7 to 8 7 to 8 so i pop up and this is what makes me tell you that i think las vegas is the true 24 hour town because it's 4:45 and i need a charger and i want a glass of coffee and or a cup of coffee and i'm like I'll say a glass of wine yeah i would love a glass of wine classico <laughs> <laughs> That wine that they're serving at that particular casino, I'm not even sure what that is. Vinegar. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's grape juice <laughs> with vinegar. <laughs> uh, it's fermented mat juice. <laughs> fermented mat juice. It fermented. So I think to myself, well, there's like, you know, 15 stores downstairs. There's got to be a Starbucks somewhere close open. I mean, sure. if I had to walk over to the Wynn or whatever, I could probably stay, get a room. Also, put it on the room tab. Yeah, put it you on the there. room tab. You were there with a the conference. So. I was there with a the conference. I thought to myself, I could go over I'll to the Wynn. a whole thing of bacon and coffee. 
I called the room service. Oh, I called the room service when I, like, you know, late at night. I thought, oh, let me get a little dessert sent up here, a little sweet, right? Mm. I called and she was like, we close at 7.30 p.m. I'm like, you close at 7.30 p.m.? What time do you... dessert. I know. And then I'm like, what time do you guys open back up? And she's like, 9.30. And I'm like, you're... You're, you have room service from 9.30 to 7.30? After breakfast and before dinner is when you close? You're smunch? You have smunch available? And they don't even have a menu. It's one of those kind of places where we're just calling and hope that they have something. Can I get a cheeseburger? How about a grilled cheese? Sure. Can I get sourdough? How about... We don't have any bread, sir. I'm just going to put some cheese like on the plate. Store. Send it up. It's like the weed store. So I, I get dressed. And I think to myself, I can go find, somebody's got a cup of coffee somewhere, and maybe the front desk yes. has a charger. Well, I go downstairs, and that casino. You should, just, you should just, like, divvied yourself open to, like, a conference that was really going on. Like, because they've got those nice crafts. They've oh, got yeah. the silver. Yeah. The silver crafts of coffee. That was part of the problem with this conference, <laughs> which I like the conference. I'm not knocking the conference. but yeah. And I think they have a deal with this particular hotel company that they do them all across Makes the country. Sense. Yeah, but they should have checked this one out beforehand. I mean, honestly, it was so bad that a lot of people didn't even stay there. They were like, we're going to go stay at another hotel. It was so bad that on the on the flight there, uh, somebody thought that they had misbooked my room, like for the different dates. And I was uh, I was like, oh, well, that's OK. I'll just go online and I'll look and see if I can get a room. Right. Thirty three dollars is how much the room costs for the night. Thirty three dollars. I don't care where you are. Thirty three dollars. Might sound good, but it's not good. It's not. It can't be. It's impossible. You gotta break the hundred. This. So I go downstairs. It takes me forty-two minutes to go down the elevator. So I get down the <laughs> elevator. There's. I can't even find the stairs in this place. I get down the elevator. I walk. I, I the doors open and I walk through the little mall. Most things are closed, but they do have a little um, store that's open. I get my charger and then I I go. Oh, let me just like walk around the casino for a minute. The casino is as busy as it was oh, yeah. when I walked in the door to go to sleep. Yep. It's just insane to me. I mean, I've been to Vegas a million times, and I know this to be true. Yeah, There's no windows because they don't want you to know what time it is. Mm-hmm. There's no clocks because they don't know what, want you to know what time no, it they're is. They're pumping oxygen in there they're, yeah. and booze. Oxygen, booze, and the weed that that weed store should have yes. had. It's, it's CBD. all CBD. <laughs> uh, so I'm walking through, and... Guess who I see at the sports book? Elon Musk. Bob and Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Show me your pits. They're there? They're there wearing the same clothes, holding the same bags that they took off the plane. They didn't even go to sleep. They went straight to the shittiest hotel in Las (laughs) Vegas and decided to start gambling. Chrissy... This blew my fucking mind. I couldn't believe that Bob and Tom were just sitting there gambling at four forty-five in the morning. I, mean, I can. You wouldn't think you wouldn't want to go and take a shower. No, no, I would. Would you? I wouldn't be Bob and Tom. I know, but would but, any? Doesn't you think like any human being would say, "Let me get to the hotel room and freshen up a little they bit." They had to get there quick to the gamble. Yeah. And then ten hours later. That's how they lose you. I mean, you're lost. I don't even think Bob and Tom made their flight back. Probably not. Because they sold their airline tickets. Neither did I. That's right. (laughs) Okay. I go outside right before the sun comes up. I go outside. Because you were taking the red eye. No, this is before I I left. So this same night when I got the charger and the coffee, I walk outside and I'm like, oh, let me just like take a quick brisk walk around. Get the legs, get the blood flowing. It's 445 in the morning, five in the morning. I'm feeling... I go around, I, I walk outside the big 
play, you know, valet station or whatever. I walk in and I go around and I'm going toward the big sign that's sitting on the street. And I look back to the hotel and I'm like, wow, it's, you know, it's kind of a big hotel that has all the lights that are on. You can see directly in the windows. There are no mirrors. I have been butt ass naked. For this entire time, swinging Running my dick around. in front of the window, and everything could have been seen. I'm I'm nervous because you know how the paparazzi likes to follow us around. They do. It's problematic. You. Yes, specifically you. Specifically me. <laughs> so, conference goes on, and <laughs> you're like, did anybody see my balls? <laughs> Some of the girls were giving strange looks. Sorry to interrupt, but that's kind of my thing these days. If you're sick of me interrupting Brian, give us a call at 626-ASK-TCB3, leave us a voicemail, and maybe I'll interrupt you on the show instead. You'd love that, wouldn't you? You can also text us at 855-TCB-8383 and check out our website, tcbpodcast.com, for all things TCB. You know what's coming next. Follow us on Instagram, at The Commercial Break, and on TikTok, at TCB Podcast. And now, let's listen to some sponsors, because they're the real ones around here. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together, we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When did they come back into the lexicon? You know what I'm saying? Feels <laughs> no, like they were gone for a while. Now all of a sudden, now they no, got some articles. I get their um, updates and news and stuff like oh, that. Oh, you do? So, yeah. You're a Rolling Stone kind of chick? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I peruse <laughs> the Rolling peruse, Stone. Peruse. I peruse. <laughs> I'm a peruse. What does peruse mean? It's such a weird word. Peruse. <laughs> well, the way that I'm using it, and maybe it's not even correct. Yeah. Is that I... I flip through. Let's okay. Let's make flip a let's make a word I, up I, for I, what you do. I, yeah, I you're like a lazy Susan of flip magazines. Through it, yes. Yeah, you turn. You keep turning the wheel. And well, because I have it. Apple News Plus. Oh, and so I, I subscribe to quite a few magazines, and so I you know get the updates. Yeah, from those magazines, and then I quickly read them and go on to another update because that's all. This I think I'm paying like a thousand and ninety nine dollars a month for that Apple Plus 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 Plus. Like okay. when you get all the music and you get all the magazines and you get yes. all the things, and every member of your family can have it, and you have two extra subscriptions yes. for all this. Don't think not once, not once, not once have I used Apple Music or read one of. The, I mean, that's I read the magazines on occasion, but I don't take it as good of advantage of it as I should. Yeah, but, I'm an Apple News person now. I kind of got switched over. It's all wow, there. That's yeah, but I still can't quite switch myself over to Apple Music. And we were talking about this. <laughs> breaking news: Chrissy is now an Apple breaking news kind of girl. <laughs> we were talking about this though. When the, <laughs> the, the song, whatever song that oh. you have played or downloaded into Apple Music, somehow <laughs> blasts out. Why, Apple? Why? Every time you get in the car. Why, I, Apple? I'm like, I just wanted to hear the Charlie XTX new song. I didn't mean for it to play every time for a year after yeah. I get, when I get into the car. I'm like, how is it still on there? I gotta say, like, <laughs> the situation that, the the problem that, Cap, that Chrissy is, is talking about is when you... You have a funny story about it, Yeah, too. I do. 
when you get into the car and you plug in your Apple CarPlay or connect to your Apple CarPlay for some dumb under uh, a non understood reason that quite frankly shouldn't be understood because it's just a dumb dumb thing that Apple has embedded into this operating system is that when you plug in to Apple CarPlay or you plug your phone into your car's radio system, the first thing that an Apple phone does is play a song from Apple Music. Yes. As if you want to hear the same song (laughs) every time. There's no way to change it. There's no way to predict it. Sometimes it's a different song. Most of the time it's not. Yes. (laughs) It's so fucking weird. Yeah, it's not the last song you were listening to. No! That would make sense. Yes. But no, this is just a random song that's in your library that you then, yeah, you have to hear every time. I mean, it took me forever to get that U2 album off of oh. off of it, but it would always play the U2. Listen, and, oh I God. liked Mumford & Sons in 2012 when they came out with everybody else, but I have forever been listening to Mumford & Fucking Sons every time I get in the car. Every time. I'm stuck in 2012 in my car. I've had four cars since that Mumford and Sons album came out. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out how to get Mumford and Sons off of my fucking phone. Well, you you had a story. I know, I'm going to tell it. All right, so the other day, because it is one strange, this room is strange. It smells it weird. It looks weird. There's wires all over the place. And Brian just sits at his computer all night long, staring at things that he shouldn't be staring at in hopes that I'll find something for the show. So because we do sometimes do these preacher breakdowns, I was looking into the Christian, the phenomenon of Christian music and its, you know, its history and, wh- and where it goes. And, and the how hypnotic. It's and the hypnotic weird buildup that they have that gets everybody feeling that they're feeling Jesus, but what they're really feeling is a pre-programmed response to this type of thing in your body, physiologically. So I download, or I play, not even download, I play a song, a Christian rock song called The Lion and the Lamb. The Lion and the Lamb! By this (laughs) rock band. (laughs) I'm playing it in hopes that I can get a clip that we can play here as an example. Right. (laughs) On my computer, I do this. So the next morning, I I get in the car, I drive, (laughs) I'm stopped at the stoplight near my house, I plug in my phone at the stoplight, so I'm not as I'm not as to you know get another ticket for holding my phone improperly. I plug it in, I put it on the thing, and all of a sudden, the lion and the lamb. I got my window down, and I'm like, "The fuck is this? Is this new Mumford and Sons? What's going on?" I thought it could be a Mumford and Sons song. Not even remembering that days before, the night before, I had listened to this song. Because it's that forgettable. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is crap. And I look over outside my open window to see that there is a lady next to me. And I mean, she's in her 70s in her, like, you know, Cadillac, you know, old Cadillac with her window down. And she's like, the lion and the lamb. And I, she's, thumbs, she's giving me the thumbs up. The lion and the lamb. And I'm like, hey, hey, here, oh, let me yeah. play some Mumford and Sons for you, old lady. <laughs> it is destroying lives. It is destroying lives. How many car accidents do you think have happened? Because you plug in your phone, you don't expect anything to come on, and then... No, I <laughs> well, I, we talked about it, and I was like, I just need to take the time 
to go through and clean things up. But I guess that's not even the problem. No. It just, yeah. Could someone at Apple explain this to us? Could someone at Apple please write in and explain, as if anybody at Apple is listening <laughs> to this stupid show. <laughs> They're still trying to figure out how to get us off the charts. Uh, so can someone at Apple please write in and explain exactly why this functionality is built into the iPhone or the AirPlay or CarPlay or whatever the fuck it is? Because it is really obnoxious. And to my knowledge, there is no way to get rid of it. There probably is if I just Googled it, but I have actually Googled this before, and I don't. I think everybody has this frustration. Well, well, <laughs> sorry, I'm laughing. The reason that probably Mumford and Sons kept coming out because here, here's the problem. You know, kids these days don't remember iPods. No, but no, but I had iPod, Mumford and Son on my iPod. That's right. Yes, and with your Apple account. A lot of that stuff got, got switched merged. over, yeah, merged into there. So yeah, you're right. I'll all of a sudden hear stuff that I was listening to in 2012. It's fucking insane. My my old iPod. Yeah, when they got rid of iTunes, then they went to iMusic or Apple Music or whatever it is. Yes. Somehow, some way, I'm paying more money, getting less music, and now getting a Mumford and Sons for the rest of my life. I mean, if you're going to charge me 29.99 a month for that damn music service, can you do me a favor and switch it up every once in a while? I mean, rotate it or something. The the <laughs> You're so right about this <clears throat> that this is I'm literally stuck in a time capsule in Mumford and Sons. So I found a way to take the the lion and the lamb off there. <laughs> and now yeah. what's what damn song is playing? I don't even know what damn song is playing. It's oh, it's a falling slowly. Hope you reach me. I literally want to jump out of my car every time I hear that song. I think I I think I had a breakup one time. It's like that was my divorce song. <laughs> I don't know you, but I want I to all the more for that. <laughs> it's like shows right through me, goes right through me, and I can't forget. How <laughs> do you remember that song? You have suffered enough. <laughs> yes, I have. Please take it off my own. <laughs> <laughs> As if I hadn't jumped off a bridge 40 times to that song already. Please stop. I know. And then you have to make the difficult decision. Do you delete it all together or just leave it on there and hope it doesn't come back on? Well, I don't know that I'm not going to have another bad breakup or I'm going to have to pass that song on to my kids when they have a breakup. Like, here, listen to this. As if you're not in a bad mood enough. Just send that song to Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fallon over there. And tell him to brighten up, buddy. It's not that bad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I, d- I don't understand it. I don't know why we, why we have to suffer through through the uh, apple music constantly playing that we don't want it to but if you could if you could change that appreciate it like they should have a function that when you turn on apple carplay you have the choice to engage the music or not and at least if you don't have the choice to engage the music could we please at least have the choice of music could it be like a a little sign pops up on your car and it says which song would you like to kill yourself to this time (laughs) like you know what i'm saying well like you know my podcast it'll if i've been listening to the podcast in my house then when I get into the car, it's playing the same thing that I was just listening to. Yes. Same with Spotify. And I don't understand why. Yes. <laughs> the music if you've got a, thing, If you've got a fresh slate, if you've been listening to something or watching something, like if I've been watching a YouTube video, sometimes the YouTube video will start playing when I plug it in, right? But if I'm all closed out, if I'm using, you know, if I'm energy efficient, if I'm all closed out, if I'm trying to hide things from my kids, <laughs> if, if all that is, if I'm doing that properly and then I plug it in, then Apple Music every time. Apple Music every time. And they choose. They choose. I don't get to choose. <laughs> I am absolutely, it's, it's as if 
I am going crazy in my head every time I, I get in that car. And now, and like my son the other day, he was like, Daddy, why does that song come on every time? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. And then he's like, can you put on the Mickey Mouse march? And I'm like, no, no, Mumford and Son, no. Son, you're going to need this song when you break, when you have your first breakup. Falling slowly feels right through me. Daddy, why does it feel like I'm drowning in sorrow? Ah, don't worry, son. That's the way you'll feel any day after 13 years old. You'll feel that way twice a day for the rest of your life. As soon as you turn 13, you'll realize. As soon as your balls drop and your voice gets lower, you're going to feel that forever. Don't worry, son. Uh, he, man, they are obsessed with music. They are obsessed with, with music. All my oh, kids. yeah. No, uh, my nephews are, too. They, they, like, they want to listen to it when they're in the shower. Mm-hmm. They want to listen to it on the playground. They want to listen to it in the bedroom. That's they great. Listen- I love it. I, yeah. I am so excited about this. Unfortunately, their musical tastes have they not have yeah. developed. <laughs> I'm not sure my musical tastes have developed either. I'm still, you know, I'm killing in the name all. <laughs> but there's some music that I just know is not for them. Like I, I'm not going to go playing them Rage Against the Machine, right? Yeah, it not yet. Make sense. No, I, well, I do see parents that do this. Like I have a friend who I went to high school with, and he's got a son, cute as a button. He had him pretty young, so I think the kid now is probably in his 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, whatever. But he, um. He has been letting him listen to some pretty heavy metal. Like, this guy was into heavy, heavy metal. His name's Bob. And Bob was letting his kid, he was listening to those songs with his kid when he was very young. And so, from from a long time ago, like, I remember seeing a, a post about, oh, what's his name's first concert, right? I'm not going to name his son, but his first concert. And he had the headphones on, and it was like, you know, Kill Machete or something. Like, Kill Machete! <laughs> ah! And so, some parents do uh, open the world up in musically like that i feel <laughs> bless you <laughs> Maybe the first actual sneeze i've ever had to do you've ever had it's the first on, time you've ever air. sneezed oh on air <laughs> yeah i'm waiting for a thwarp to come out like a throw up fart and a burp at the same time it's a thwarp <laughs> uh but i I, th- I feel like i want to let my kids have their own musical tastes for a while in their own ecosystem and then i occasionally drop in a song now my wife however does not take this same road because my girls are already asking for Taylor Swift oh, songs yeah. every time I get in the car. Yeah. So, well, listen, it's, it's, it could be worse, I guess. You know, could be worse. Could be, I don't know, Charlie XCX or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you listen to Charlie XCX? Well, no, not really. But I like her and I wanted to at least hear the new song that had just come out. And yeah. then now I'm listening to it <laughs> the next three months when i get into the car oh my god yeah it's terrible <laughs> how did we go Please, from jimmy apple. fallon to the apple um i'm not really sure <laughs> oh because we we're talking about apple news you read an article oh, and then okay. i said okay apple well, but my my thoughts on on jimmy fallon are this in conclusion i think jimmy is a human being he's gonna have uh, moods up and down i think when you're working for somebody that closely in that intense of an environment you are going to have to just chill out a little bit and understand that he's also got some pressures on him and there are going to be times when he's in a good mood and in a bad mood and you shouldn't count your day based on his moods unless that's just the environment that you work in. Like you have to, I don't know, you know, fall fall all over him. But also, and I think this comes from the top down, not from the the bottom up. Jimmy, you got to take a deep breath, bro. You're in the best job in all of late night television, whatever that means anymore, but you have a huge contract you live a wonderful life, and you got a great job, you shouldn't take it out on anybody that works around you. You should just, you know, humility. Like In recognize. all fairness, he apologized. He did do like he some did. big 
apology. Yeah. Maybe he didn't realize that that was what was happening. He was making, he didn't realize it about the cry room. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> to do that when you're drunk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the other thing that, that was in the article. Oh. Alluded to. The article alluded to the fact that Jimmy may or may not have ha, has had alcohol on his breath on numerous occasions. Well, he's doing late night. Didn't he fall and like break open his hand one time because he was drunk? Didn't he have to have like hand surgery one time because he fell and he was drunk or he cut he cut himself open and he had to get stitches and his arm was in a sling for a while? I do remember this. And it happened because he was drunk. He had had too much alcohol. So, you know, welcome to the club, Jimmy. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. here's a piece of advice. But yeah, he's, he's in late night, but those late night shows get I filmed know. at three I in the know, afternoon. They don't get filmed at night. That. Come on, Chrissy, get it together. <laughs> You're in the business. You should know. We're in the business. Are we in the business? We might be in the business. <laughs> we're, we're barely we're in the, on the business. on the edge of the business. I'm on the edge <laughs> of business. Careful. That's going to play every time. Oh, yeah. Now, now Apple Music has decided that's my they new favorite you. song. That's right. <laughs> Falling Slowly in Edge of Tomorrow. Or is that Edge of Tomorrow? Whatever that song is by Lady Gaga. <laughs> where is Lady Gaga? I haven't heard from her in a while. Have uh, you? She's yeah, she's still around. She's oh, okay. Making music, doing films. All right. Morning, Tony Bennett. Tell her I said hello. Oh well. When you get a chance. Ugh, finally. I feel like I was waiting forever for my turn to talk. Now that I have you, go to tcbpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video content and follow us on Instagram at the commercial break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. Want it to be your turn to talk? Call us and spill the tea at 626-ASK-TCB3, and you may hear your voice on the show. You can also text us your tea at 855-TCB-8383, and boy, do we love to hear it. Anyway, take a listen to our sponsors, and let's get back to the show. (laughs) I found a former porn star, now a preacher, online, because I was strolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. Let's take a listen. There we go. Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) I grew up uh, without having a relationship with my father. That was tough. And through that, I saw... I I found out I had a massive dick. (laughs) (laughs) This guy looks like a porn star, by the way. He doesn't. And it showed the very beginning of him just kind of looking off. Yeah, looking the, forlorn off in the right, corner. I'm looking the sky. for. I'm looking for my savior. <laughs> Tension, and uh, I started modeling when I was 15 or 16, and all of a sudden I was getting positive reinforcement from places that I, I normally didn't, and uh, and I like I like the way that felt. So I said, let me combine one feeling that's really good with another feeling that's really good, and that's me rubbing myself off at night and then i learned that's called masturbation and i can make money doing it I, honestly I, I was like if if i am successful in any type of genre of of film or theater i would be loved so i took my 50 bucks and <laughs> I, I i went to california and i spent almost every cent i had and then all of a sudden, well, 50, oh, 50 gonna bucks. Go far. What are you doing? What? <laughs> what? That's not what I expected to hear. I took fifty million dollars and I spent almost every dime trying to make it as a porn star. You spent fifty dollars. What yeah. was that? A burger at In and Out? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, I don't have any money. 
And uh, I got a job at a uh, like a steakhouse, like a steakhouse slash bar in Los Angeles. That so, also happened to be a, a dick show. <laughs> and they had Chianti Classico. <laughs> that Chianti Classico. When they, when they asked for the old 69er, you know, that 69-ounce piece right. of meat. When they asked for the old 69er, I found out quickly it wasn't meat that they were looking for. Not that well, kind of meat. Yeah, yeah, not that kind of meat. After working in that restaurant for a few months, I met a group of girls that were sitting at a table, and they uh, they were all dressed very provocatively. They said you should uh, you should do movies. I was like, oh yeah, actually, uh, I am no one, trying to be an no actor. One no one ever in- said that out in California, <laughs> working at a bar. In LA. <laughs> no waiter or waitress has ever heard those words before. He he must have gone. What luck! It's my day. You should yeah. do movies. He's got he's got the reverse casting couch going on here. It's usually some creepy guy that's asking some young bartender. You should do movies. Come to my house and I'll we'll review a couple scripts that I haven't written yet. This and that, and uh, they're like, no, um, adult movies. And I was like, what? What do you R rated? Wait, what do you mean? R rated movie. I'm gonna get paid to fuck you, girls. <laughs> Later, guys. It's been nice working at the steakhouse. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the 50 bucks. I'll talk to you guys later. You know, I got to be real honest. I think I've seen this guy in a porn movie. Oh. Yeah. Okay. My dick is getting hard a little bit. (laughs) I think that's an indicator that... (laughs) (laughs) That's not workplace harassment when you work at the commercial break, by the way. Don't write me. I don't want to hear about it. Chrissy has signed paperwork. They're like having you know sex on camera. Actually, given Chrissy's sexual appetite, <laughs> I had to sign paperwork. Yeah. I'm just saying. It, it my my instant reaction was like, wow, you know that's that's awesome. So they gave me their information. It was to to meet with their agent. So I, I met with that agent. He's like, if you can do it, then you'll be very successful. You know, if you can do it, and then you can become a preacher. Then we can make a really cool YouTube video yep. with some really sad music behind it and make you look like a total stud. Mm-hmm. You'll have a reinvention twice. And then you're going to run for president and probably win. That's <laughs> true. Praise, yeah. praise, praise. You know, you, you, you'll be great. You'll be amazing. Just do it. Just do it. I was like, well, you know, if I just do one, it'll be okay. I showed up and I was terrified and everyone's like, don't worry about it. Just take this pill. You'll be able to perform you'll be able to do it and i did boy did i boy ever. did i i said you just taking one boom. or how many you taking <laughs> if i was in those porn movies they'd have to <laughs> shoot my cock up because i don't think i'd be able to get it up with a cameraman and all that stuff fluffer and all that shit yeah, it'd be, be such a weird yeah we i mean honestly yeah. i don't watch a lot of porn movies and i think i've said this on the show before because i think it ruins your idea of i'm just not all that interested in porn movies mm-hmm. Pictures are more my thing, mm-hmm. right? Sexy images are more my thing. And I, maybe it's just like the time that I grew up. It, we didn't have yeah. access to like actual action. You had to look at it. So maybe my sexual preferences are tailored or are, I don't know, they're a reflection of how I grew up and what I kind of materials that I had access to, mainly the Sears catalog. So I, <laughs> you know... But if you put yeah, me in a room, to be said for those old, you know, the magazines. Oh yeah, yes. what happened to FHM Sexy. and Victoria's Secret catalogs and the good old Playboy, where they showed you just enough to get you uh, there? But Pornhub, yeah, 
Uh, now Pornhub, yeah. <laughs> That's what Here, uh, prolapse fisting, uh, you know, squirter all over the... <laughs> it's like the craziest stuff. Hamster goes down on squirter. It's like, yeah, there's anything and everything. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to keep my kids away from that as long as possible. Matthias is now four. He'll probably find <laughs> porn when he's six. Yes. <laughs> and that changed the rest of my life. I mean, it's all over Twitter. Like, even if somebody's on Twitter, you can just find porn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's, right. Well, Twitter's going to head that way anyway. It's just going to be a porn. It's been like porn that, hub yeah. pretty soon. This music is way over dramatic for the story that he's telling. <laughs> it's not, his story's not that dramatic. They at least have done a little yeah. boom chicka boom. I didn't have a relationship with my father. Yeah, join when, half of the world yeah. who didn't have a relationship with I, their well, father. True. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Number two, you came to Los Angeles with $50. <laughs> join 90% of the people working in Los Angeles right now. And number three, you got asked to do porn movies with sexy hot girls. And <laughs> <laughs> fucking hot girls for a living. All I remembered about it was nothing that what I did, just the environment around me. I didn't have a conversation with the girl. I didn't know her name. We, we never even made eye contact. I felt No, they don't want those guys dirty. to talk. No, fuck no. no. It's a job. Yeah. You know, I understand. <laughs> like, I don't care how hard you try. I'm sure that there is a part of you that has to, I don't care how into it you are. There's a part of you that has to disassociate yes. a little bit from those scenes because it's take after take you have to ram jack for hours you know they right. need different angles it's like a real movie only you actually <laughs> are inside of somebody yes. that's kind of hard yes yeah <laughs> i felt the hard camera guy yeah, directing true. me to do stuff why why i was doing that it just it didn't feel real it didn't feel like it truly happened and then some of my friends saw it i was embarrassed even though they were like you know, dude, that's so cool. And then I thought, you know, if if, if these people can see it, probably so my friends saw it. My... Well, I mean, did you tell? Were you how the one your, that showed yeah. them? Yeah. <laughs> how did your friends find <laughs> yeah. your porn video in a sea of porn videos? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have a feeling that somebody told them. Somebody let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> yes. He's telling the story like this now because, of course, he's a preacher and he has to make it sound like he was dragged into this, right? But. <laughs> And listen, I'm not downplaying the guy's experience. Whatever experience was is what it was. I'm just from an outside observer. It feels just a little disingenuous to say, well, then my friends found it. How did they find it? Because <laughs> you posted it all over your Twitter, probably. Right. Look at what I'm doing. Fucking hot girls. Because <laughs> I was 18 once and I know what that's like. Okay. And then. <laughs> and just thinking about embarrassing my mom was tough. Should have thought about but that, that before. Yeah, when you're I like, mean, you just thought about that after it came out. Yeah, they offered you the job. <laughs> they started giving you medication to help with your boners. The lights were on. Yeah. The cameras were on. Did you not think yeah. at that moment, like, <laughs> hey mom, yeah, <laughs> hey mom, remember how you wanted me to be a doctor? I'm a pussy doctor now. <laughs> right. Even that, I justified it. I've already did one, so what's the difference if I do another one? And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I've done a few. And, and then I'm, all of a sudden, I'm the most prolific porn star that ever lived. <laughs> I'm winning AVN yeah, awards. I, oh, yeah. He did, by the way. I looked <laughs> oh, it up. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> I think thou does protest a little too yeah. much. Yeah. You know, three or $4,000 in less than a month. And then all of a sudden, I was doing 20 a month. And my family did find out. Yeah. Of course they did. <laughs> Of course they did. 
Because you're posting it on your Twitter and sending it to your friends. All of a sudden, you've got a ton of money and you're making all of these. Yeah, and your friends know. Yeah. It's got to get back to your parents. And your boner never goes down, not even at Thanksgiving dinner because you're all (laughs) pumped up full of dick drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, John, I don't want to be rude. And I know it's been a long time since we talked about your penis. But as your mother, I have to ask, why are you so hard all the time? (laughs) It's my job, Mom. I pound pussy for a living. And I still didn't stop. I became this person I didn't even know. And the more I was willing to care less about myself, the more I was willing to do. And next thing I knew, I'd, I'd done a thousand movies. I'm crying. Jesus my- <laughs> Christ! <laughs> oh my God. Listen. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. And I have no idea what the porn industry is like. So I'm not here to tell anybody what the porn industry is like. And I know that there must be sleazy, shitty, fucking fucked up things that happen in that business. But it's 2023, so I'm imagining you were doing these in 2015, and even back then, porn stars are perfectly acceptable human beings. It's not like, yeah, it's not like you went and murdered people and then you were embarrassed about it. You had sex on camera. You chose to do that exactly a thousand times. (laughs) Like own it. Yeah, own it. I was a porn star. I won awards. Yeah, now I got old. My dick doesn't work the same. So I'm uh, I'm gonna be a preacher. I had to figure out how to cover that forty thousand dollars a month I was working, and I figured what better scam than preacher. Up to sleep. Paid every time for I housing. Paid for housing. I mean, car, food, bread, food. wine. Yeah, bread, wine, <laughs> pussy. It's all there for you. Just Talk ask our, yeah. just ask our prosperity preachers. Yeah, just ask Carl or anybody else who yeah. has been caught up in some sex scandal, and it seems like they all have. Shower, and I, I, I couldn't get clean enough because I couldn't wash off the hurt. Oh my god, this is so <laughs> dramatic. fucking dramatic. <laughs> in the shower. Yeah. Water's running down his face. Well, do you know what I'm imagining? Is that he's part of one of those newfangled Christian churches where they have mm-hmm. the band and the coffee shop and a roller coaster outside, yep. you know, the whole nine yards mm-hmm. to attract people to come and spend a lot of time there and spend a lot of money. And this is probably playing on the, this is probably a movie made or a short vignette made for the big I screen at the church. You're right. Yeah. It's his confession. Yes. He has to explain himself. <laughs> I sinned. So rather than tell you I really enjoyed it, it was a great time in my life, and now I need a new job, I'm going to make a movie where they film me in the shower. All that embarrassment over being naked on camera. So now I'm going to be naked in front of this camera, and I'm going to play it for the church. He's in the shower. What kind of fucking movie is this? And I truly believed at that point that I didn't matter. And that that went on for... You know, well over five years. And I was going to deposit a check, and the teller looked at me and said, Joshua, is there anything else I can do for you? And I said, yeah, <laughs> give me a blumpkin. <laughs> I said, my dick's still hard from the photo, from the last shoot I did five years ago. Could you just get me off one time? <laughs> I was depositing a check, and the teller looks at me. It's the first time I, ho- I heard my that was the Oops, first time sorry, he heard his name? Yeah. Wait, I'm, I'm replaying. Wouldn't the casting people call and say, hey, is this Josh? Yeah. <laughs> Joshua, I think is what she said. Oh. But, you know, for dramatic effect, right. he's saying, it's the first time I'd heard my name in five years. And the teller looked at me and said, Joshua, is there anything else I can do for you? That was the first time I heard my name in a long time. 
and I just lost it. And I went home and I looked myself in the mirror and I was like, what have I done? I changed my name to Josh. It's always been Joshua. (laughs) What have I done? (laughs) What have I done with my life? I haven't been home in two Christmases. I wasn't taking care of my mom. I wasn't taking care of my brother. So I, I, I called the director and told him that I'm never coming back. <laughs> He's like, cool. Call the next guy uh, on the list. <laughs> what was your name again? Yeah. <laughs> Joshua. Joshua. Well, I don't know any Joshua, but we do have a Josh that works here. Josh, is that you? Who is this? Say my name. Josh. Joshua. Okay, dude, you're being weird, and I don't care if you show up, because uh, I'll just take your place. Yeah. I've got another guy waiting. Yeah, i got another guy waiting. I can get my own dick hard. Don't worry about it. You're cool. So that's what I did. I ran. I ran for my life. I moved to North Carolina. I ran. I ran all the way to North Carolina like Forrest Gump. And I ran so far yeah. away. Hey. <laughs> and I run. I run so far away. I get and get away. I'm not doing no more porn movies. <laughs> Every night, I would, have, I would have dreams of the things I did. So even though I, I, I wasn't doing anything well, A good anymore, psychiatrist will help with was, that. Yeah, go to a therapist, bro. Yeah. yeah, you don't need this whole confessional video. <laughs> If they did my confessional video, it'd be like three times as long and way more dramatic. You know, just tucked away. Wasn't dealt with. The last thing I wanted to do was face what I did. And I'd ruined my relationship with my family. My mom, anytime I reached out to her, she's like, I, I, I love you no matter what. It hurt so bad. It doesn't sound like it was ruined then. Yeah. <laughs> it's not ruined. Every time I reach out to mom, she said, "I'd love you no matter what." Yeah, but I think I mean I don't want to I don't want to claim to know what's in this guy's head or 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 even what the purpose of the video is, right. but <laughs> because I don't fucking know, I don't care, I really don't. But this just sounds like you had a you had a a job that other people were embarrassed, other people felt judged you for, oh. and then you walked into the most judgmental place on earth, which is church. And then they were like, wait, you were a fucking porn star? And he's got to find a way to tape. make it sound like it was so miserable. And now that I found Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Lord, now everything's better. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, I think he's just pining for the camera like he used to. For her to say no matter what, because I knew I embarrassed her. And then I met someone else. When I met Hope, I was like, like even though she likes me, like she doesn't, she doesn't know what I've done. I was like, yes, now we can finally start doing some of those streaming channels I've been looking to make money on. <laughs> you know the kind where you just pop on Chatterbait, where you pop on and they're live fucking each other. <laughs> There's no way that she could accept me for who I am. She asked me if I believe in God, and I said yes. And after she asked me that, I felt like I had to tell her something. I did pornography for, you know, over five years. And she looked me in the face and said, that's not who you are. God forgave you for that. Why can't I? I was like, wow. That's that's what's being Christian. She had a big smile. Yeah, she had a big (laughs) smile. And she said, that's not who you are. And don't tell my parents. (laughs) (laughs) Next, let me see your dick. Yeah, now... (laughs) Let's put some of that experience to good use. Take this pill. <laughs> How some of that? Yeah. So not 
not long after that. Together, we went to Hope. And when I walked, her, you name, met, was her name was Hope, Hope and, and you then you went to the Hope, Hope Church. Church. Huh. Hope. We were we were sit we were sitting there, and Mike's talking straight to me, and he's like, "No, no matter how broken you are, it's never too late." And I believe that. My whole life changed. Here I am, so undeserving, that he stooped down, he picked me up, and he brushed me off, and I was clean. It was like it was never happened in his eyes. Okay, let me point this out because I, I this really drives me crazy about religion that he in some way was a broken, empty, undeserving man because of choices that he made as an adult to make money and provide for himself and follow, you know, somewhat of his dream. Maybe it wasn't a perfect dream, but hey, listen, you got it, you got it, use it. it why, why should someone feel undeserving because in the eyes of someone else, that's not good enough. That's not the right thing to do that we shouldn't be doing this not illegal he didn't hurt anybody he's just going around having sex with people on camera for money is it everybody's choice no do you want your son or daughter to end up being a porn star i don't know maybe some people do maybe some people don't according to the search history on Pornhub, a lot of people do want their daughters to do porn (laughs) but especially their stepdaughters but i think the problem with this type of think this type of mentality is that we put people down for what we perceive they should do. But the truth is, this dude isn't broken. He just, he was young, he was dumb, he was full of cum, and he decided to get paid for it. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. You're not broken or undeserving, bro. And you don't need church to tell you that you're anything better than you already know that you are, which is a perfectly healthy, happy, worthwhile human being. Strapping man. Strapping on young man. You're a perfectly happy strap-on young man. Look at Chrissy getting all excited. She's finding a way to get over to that Hope Church. Her and Jeff are going to have a foursome with Hope, Hope, and Johnny Be Good, or whatever his name is. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, hey, each to their own, and if it made him feel better about himself, okay. Listen, if church makes you feel better about yourself, great. Yep. I'd say go for it. Uh, what an amazing turnaround for that young man. I don't think he should be embarrassed about his past. I think he should be embrace it and say, it. hey, it was part of my life. Yeah. yeah. Like my kids are going to ask me about the commercial break. Yes. Yes. We're going to have to own I'm it. I'm going to be a preacher one day, too, with a sad video. <laughs> they told me I was going to make money. Someone told me I was going to be a millionaire. <laughs> so I made a series of increasingly bad decisions. Over five years. Over five years. <laughs> And when I was finally broke and left with nothing, <laughs> I decided to, I met Hope. Not the actual person, I mean Hope, Hope, you know, Hope. The most expensive thing in a strip club, Hope! Hope. Oh, man. All right, ccbpodcast.com. That's where you go to find out more about Christy and I. Read all the show notes, all the audio and all the video. It's right there. You don't have to leave the website. You can listen to it all, watch it all, all that good stuff. And 21 EPM stickers. We're giving them away for free to you. We'd be happy to send you one. We send out a big bulk of them every week. So get on the list. Send Astrid an email. Go to the website, tcbpodcast.com. Hit the Contact Us button. Tell us you want the sticker and send us your physical address. We will send you a sticker and probably some other goodies. Also, we'd like you to text us at 855-TCB-8383. 1-855-TCB-8383. Toll free from anywhere in the world. We'll pick up the charges. We want to hear your content ideas, questions, comments, concerns. 
anything you got to tell us, tell us over there on TCB. 855-TCB-8383. At the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok, and YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break. Fully edited episodes every time they air here on the audio feed. Go check it out. Subscribe, please. Do us a favor. Do us that one favor. Go to YouTube and subscribe to the channel. All right, Chrissy, as you can hear by my voice, I think that's all we can do I for today. I think so, Brian. So I love you. I love you. Best to you. And best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Goodbye.